Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Let's head down south, well, well, let's focus down south uh, and look at the uh, 2024 National Surfing Championships in Dunedin, St. Clair's Beach. Ah, magnificent. There's waves at St. Clair. There's going to be a surfer, no matter the conditions. It might be snowing, but there will be someone out there enjoying it. Uh, And uh, the surfing community of New Zealand are going to thoroughly enjoy the next few days uh, because our National Surfing Championships are on. Ben Kennings out of Surfing New Zealand joins us. Ben, lovely to speak to you again. How are you doing, mate? Good, thank you, Daniel. How are you today? Oh, I'm great, mate. I'm a little bit jealous. I, I'm stuck in a windowless uh, studio uh, with artificial light. And, I, I, and my heart, you know, I'm feeling a bit of pain being, you know, the proud Dunedin boy that I am, spending a bit of time down there, not far from where you might be situated right now. That coastline is gorgeous. I'm missing it. Uh, yeah, it's, and today it is one of those true Dunestana days. So I'm sitting here and I'll... Vita Transporter, I'm overlooking St. Clair if I want to paint a picture for you, Daniel. Uh, sun shining, a nice offshore breeze, actually in t-shirt and shorts. Uh, and the surf is the best it's been in the last few days. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a good day ahead and a good week. Is it one of those days when Ben Kennings thinks, damn, we've got a competition on, or I'd quite like to go out myself? <laughs> oh, 100%. But... Um, you know what the summer's like down here? It's actually light until 10 p.m., so I'm hoping I can finish work at about 4 today and uh, complete all the uh, admin after the event and perhaps sneak out for a surf this evening. Good man, good man. Let's talk about the championships itself, which have been around since the mid-'60s, of course. And it's not just about the, you know, the top echelon, the elites of the elites. This is an all-encompassing few days for the New Zealand surfing community. It's a big deal. Yeah, uh, it's it's a unique event for New Zealand because we've got everyone from 10-year-olds through to 70-plus. So uh, everyone comes together. uh, They compete sort of over different days throughout the week. Uh, At the moment, we've got all the senior men and women out, and they finish today. Then we head into the juniors, the longboards, stand-up paddleboards, bodyboard, kneeboard, and then the week finishes with our two premier divisions, the open men's and women's. So, yeah, uh, I'm just watching now, and some of the old guys are, um, are ripping. (laughs) <laughs> we'll get to the legends in just a moment. Ten-year-olds competing. Like, how strong is the sport at that the junior of junior levels? You know, what what are, what are numbers and um, participation like, right? Or is that hard to actually yeah. to, to gauge? It um, yeah, well, it is one of those sports that you don't have to be a member of a club or yeah. um, a court or a golf course to to participate. So you go down the beach, you see hundreds of uh, young surfers having a go, whether it's on soft-top surfboards just starting out or whether they're advancing to, you know, more high-performance shortboards. But 
in terms of our junior events, we're always sold out. Uh, and we have, so throughout summer, we have about five uh, junior events. And we have between sort of 120 to 150 um, junior surfers at those. So um, really good numbers. And, and they love it. They love hanging out at the beach, surfing, hanging out with mates. That's almost the, the main part of it. Uh, and the competition, of course, for those that are get a little bit more serious and, you know, just testing themselves against their friends and trying to make New Zealand teams and what have you once they get to that sort of 16- to 18-year-old bracket. So if we've got under-14s, you've got the seniors, you've got all those sort of different um, disciplines. So how many categories would there be? Like, are we talking dozens here? Yes, 26 categories, Daniel. So um, it is a bit of a behemoth, but uh, we make sure we get that opportunity for everyone. So 10-year increments, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s and 70s for males and females. And then all the disciplines also have male and female divisions as well. So, um, yeah, lots to get through. And what's more competitive, the under-14s or over-70s? <laughs> uh, it depends who you ask. The over-70s are uh, pretty competitive. Uh, just met one legend. He's actually a New Zealand sporting legend, Benny Hutchings, this morning. He's an ex-Olympian. He's coached, uh, actually, the Australian canoeing team or rowing team. I think as well, but still an avid surfer, goes to every national champs, and he's always here to win. Another guy, John Gisby, has something like 34 national titles in the age group divisions. He's driven down all the way from Gisborne. Um, yeah, with his mate Chock as well, so those two sort of fight away trying to get a title. Those three guys are in the over-70s. Another guy that escapes me at the moment, but yeah, those old guys are competitive. The juniors, I think they... They think they're competitive, but they're actually here to have fun, hang out, and enjoy yeah. themselves. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the pointy end, you know, um, more more of the senior ones with national titles next day. You know, I, I think the general public thinks, you know, surfers are cool individuals, they're nice and relaxed, but, man, there's some really fierce competitors there. You know, behind those big, you know, uh, grins, people are desperate to win. Yeah, yep, and it's like any sport, right, and any sportsman, they they're not there just to make up numbers when you're, when you're at that top echelon. Um, and obviously now that we're an Olympic sport as well, that just puts more weight on it. There's uh, qualification scenarios to get New Zealand teams and then to compete at the international events to, to get to the Olympics. So uh, there's certainly a bit on the line and those guys are starting to train more and more, uh, take it more and more seriously and um, try first and foremost to get into the Olympics, which is later this year in, Tah- in Tahiti. Yeah, we'll get on to that because I think the surfers have got the best thing in the world this year. They go to the Olympics, but nowhere near Paris. Um, but the seniors were out of the water yesterday, but today, you know, who, who's out today? Who's competing today? Yeah, so we have the, um, the finish of the senior division. So yesterday are all the pre- uh, preliminary rounds, and now we're going to the semi-finals and finals today. So started at 8 a.m., should finish at about 3.30, and we'll be crowning, I think, six national titles today. Brilliant. Right, let's get to, you know, the Open Elite. I'm not sure what you call it. Um, The men's and the women's. Who are the leading contenders uh, when their category is called? What what names should we be paying attention to? Yep, uh, so... Our two Olympic qualifiers, Billy Stearman, who is a, an eight-time national champion, 
and also Safi Biddy is a two-time New Zealand champion as well. Uh, there are two athletes that qualified for the Olympics. They're here this week. Uh, I know Billy got into town yesterday afternoon. Um, then we have our two defending champions, so young 17-year-old Pia Rogers from Pongamata. She won at Piha last year, and Dune Kennings out of Piha. He won the Open Men's, his first title last year. Um, there'll be two to watch. Uh, then you've got the likes of Raglan surfers, Taylor Hutchison, Caleb Cutmore, very strong and always there or thereabouts uh, come, come the finals day. It, it, it's great to have clarity as far as who's going to the Olympics this far out, isn't it? Um, they can really sort of harness and hone their, their skills and, and build in a plan. So can you, can you stay competing at, at the top end all the way from now through to the Olympic Games, or do they need to take a bit of a break? Oh, I think we've lost Ben. Ben, can you hear us? I tell you what, I might get Joe just to call him back. I had a couple more questions uh, to fire to him. Just apologies as the line uh, dropped out uh, from St. Clair's Beach. Uh, Just a reminder, uh, it started yesterday. I think it rolls through to the 13th. So you've got um, a number of days to get on down there. St. Clair's Beach, wonderful. If you're in the vicinity, you know there's so many great sort of viewing uh, areas uh, close to the water. Um, Get amongst it. Go down and enjoy. Uh, Ben, I think we've got you back. I was just talking about our Olympians as as we target... Uh, that huge event in Tahiti, of course, not in Paris. Uh, you know, how do you game plan from today through to then, you think, as far as these surfers are concerned? Is it going to be sort of heavy on competition, or do they need to pace themselves a bit? Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one, Daniel, because um, L2 athletes are still uh, competing on the World Qualifying Series uh, with the World Surf League. That's the professional league, but then they also have to go to Puerto Rico for the ISA World Surfing Games. And then, crucially, they have to go and get practice in Tahiti because you can't emulate that wave, Chaopu, uh, anywhere else in the world. Um, it's scary, it's shallow, it's defying, and they've got to go over there and put in some time. So it is a mixture, and we've been working with High Performance Sporting Z on their campaign plans to make sure that they get the reps up in Tahiti, uh, but don't compromise um, their professional careers too much. So, yeah, a bit of a balancing act. Yeah, that's really fascinating. Thanks for the insight. Um, so it's not all um, glamour going to Tahiti. It sounds like it's going to be quite challenging in that water yeah, there. Because yeah. when I saw yeah. it, I was like, holy heck, the surfers have got it better than anyone else. You're not going to be stuck in Paris traffic, mate. <laughs> No, certainly not in Paris, although I think the athletes may get flown over after their event. But, yeah, uh, our team will be based in, uh, I think it's a 103-cabin cruise ship on the water. Um, they're basically um, boated out or jet skied out to the break. And, um, yeah, it's, a, it's just a little bit different. So certainly nice and idyllic. It's tropical. It's an amazing wave wave as well and I, I guess that's why they put the surfing there because really it's going to be um, a, a, an amazing event, it's going to be captivating uh, for audiences, both surfing community and those that are new to surfing to check that out and it's probably going to be held at the complete opposite time because we're halfway around the world. Brilliant stuff, I know you've got a really busy day ahead Ben, thanks so much, great to hear your voice enjoy the next few days down and done as it sounds like you've got a peach today yeah, we have got a piece. Thanks for having us on the show, Daniel. Much appreciated. 
our pleasure, Ben uh, Kennings. Uh,